You're listening to the two dumb users. And the best part of this plan is... No one can stop me. I'm just excited. Yeah, good morning, good morning, everybody. Yeah, welcome, welcome back to the show. This is episode two, three hundred and sixty-seven. I'm sorry, three hundred and sixty-seven. Mike got me all thrown off. What? The, what did I do? How you doing today, guys? I was doing great till I got in here and everyone started attacking me. Yeah, Derpy just said you look depressed when you when you turn on the camera. I said, I said you were depressing me. And then you pop in and he said, you talking about me? And we said, yes. And, uh, you know, not, nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, but we are back. Good morning. How you doing, guys? Doing great. I am doing uh, great. I'm some, pumped. We had some things. We had some things happen yesterday. Here. Um, of course, the everyone right now is talking about the signing of Quan Alexander. I do believe, I do believe, I do believe he passed his physical as of about an hour ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The Steelers Twitter posted it. It was official. They reached a one-year deal. Quan Alexander, again, if you haven't heard, Quan Alexander is a Pittsburgh Steeler. He is added depth to that inside linebacker room. And you know what? This would be the one spot that I would say that we have to, you know, throw something in there just to, to add depth a little bit. You do have mm -hmm. your Tanner Muse. You do have your... Uh, that Matowitzki, but you know what? When it comes down to it, you, it comes down to talent. I mean, this guy—he's proven talent, but also you know, there's some issues. I mean, Quan Alexander was drafted in 2017. He's already torn a bicep. He's already torn an ACL. He's already torn an Achilles. I mean, he's basically basically his whole career has been recovering. I mean, is, this is certainly a concern. Um. But for a depth guy, I don't know. What do you what do you make of it, Mike? Uh, I like the signing. You know, like you said, for a depth guy, for right now, because you can figure our, our the starter's got to be cool. Our veteran rule. And um, oh my God, who's the other guy we just signed? The guy from Miami, uh, Landon Roberts. Robinson. Excuse me. Yeah, Landon. So you figure those who are going to start one will be that you know that super sub that backup. If one goes down, he'll be right there. And, yeah, he's had injury concerns, but you look at his stats. He's been productive everywhere he's gone. But, you know, later in the – seems like the second half of his career, man, the injuries have been, you know, becoming more and more frequent. And that's why, you know, frankly, that's why he was still available, and that's why we are able to get him at a cheap rate. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, if he can come in and be effective, you know, you limit his stats, you snaps, you limit the chances of injury. So, you know. I mean, is this just basically become another T.J. Watt situation? The guy's going to come in, he's, he's going to give you everything, he's going to put up decent numbers, and then but on. you just may not have him all season. Yeah, and that, yeah, and for him, though, you know, him not being counted on to be the starter, I, that's, I'm okay with that, you know. Yeah. Once you get down to your, you know, your second, third stringers, you, you know, you're, you're hoping to get something out of him. And, you know, this guy, he's better than most – he can be better than most teams' starters <clears throat> at inside linebacker, but the injury concerns are there. But I'm willing to roll the dice one, especially on just like a one-year deal. And, uh, you know, and I, I've seen some of the hits, as everybody else did. They're, you know, basically replaying the same videos on Twitter and on Facebook. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm seeing him hit this guy for the Giants and 
just like everybody else. But the one thing that is mentioned that that's going to separate him from the other, you know, especially the other two starters, presumable starters at this point, would be his ability to cover on coverage, on yep. uh, passing, and that's that's a big thing because you know that was a question mark with what we had at inside linebacker. So you know maybe he'll be seeing more times on third, more time on third downs, things like this, um, that that might limit him. And of course, as we said, he's going to be a backup, so he'll be limited regardless. Um, you're right, Mike. I like this. I like this signing. It's, you know, at this point, what everything that we did, we put into this team through this off season. I, I think this is a nice cherry on on top. Oh yeah, it is. It oh is. yeah, it's it, like the videos, man. A lot, a lot of those videos showed he's not afraid of contact. You know, I saw a couple nice. where he was running into the lineman, knowing he's not going to get to the back, but just willing to try and blow up the play any way he can. And you know that that is like. Yeah, he didn't get the tackle, but, you know, he disrupted the play and allowed everyone else to form and make the tackle. This is a guy, you know, he's not afraid to put his nose in there. He's not that big. Like, what, 6'1", 227? Now, that's not a big thumper linebacker, but it's someone, you know, you look at his career tackles, I mean, he has, look, 590 total tackles, over 340 solo tackles. He He, he, he flies to the ball, and he's not afraid to get in there. And he's not just a covered linebacker. He he, he can do it all. Uh, I'm excited, man. No, just it's just more depth in that position now, now that he's there. You feel more comfortable with your top three. Do you now, do you do you feel a little less confident in Mark Robinson? No, no. And I mean, you know what? He's going into his second, what third, second, second third season. This is his second year. I mean, what, what what's what's the hold up with him? I mean, you, you know, I mean, we're we're pros. We're in um. We're in practice every day. It's 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 your job. So I mean, you're basically working 24 hours a day on your job. It's some to some degree. And what 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 you know is is this Mark Robinson? He's turning into a baseball minor league project. Huh? <laughs> it, How long is this thing going to play out with him? Well, you, you remember, man, this is the way the Steelers would used to do it. They would get these tweeners. They would get these project guys later in the later in in a draft, and it would take two, take three years before they would start to see the field. You know, like someone we're probably going to talk about later on, like Aaron Smith. And, you know, how long did it take for him to become an everyday starter? Some of these outside linebackers who became legends on this team, they were, yeah, it took two, three, four years before they became starters. And they even said, you know, Mark Robinson, it's going to be, it's going to be a process. This guy played one year at, at a linebacker in college. He was running back all through high school, all through college till his senior year. The last year was only his second year of playing inside line, and he barely, you know, barely played. They they even said this year that you know, don't don't expect him to do a whole lot more than he did last year. He might be a special teams guy, get in on plays here and there, and it's going to be year three, year four is when you're going to see, you know, him take that next the, that the big steps. Uh, we have an abundance. I mean, we have abundance of backups at the time. Of course, we will be shedding players. We're at the, we're at ninety one players at the moment. We have to cut somebody here really soon because of, so the, because of the Quan Alexander signing. So somebody's got to go. Um, I'm, I'm guessing it's probably, I, I don't know. I don't know who it's going to be. However, if it's in the inside linebacker room, which one of these guys do you think would be on the short end of the stick at the moment? Probably someone like a Tanner Muse. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't, Robinson's not going anywhere. They, they really like him. They like his potential. They, they like what they, you know, where he projects to be. He's just going to be one of those guys, you know, like I said, man, in years past, they would have one or two of these guys that they would, you bring along slow, man. You you see the talent there. 
especially someone coming from a new position. And he, God, man, you 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 saw the way he played last year. He wasn't. He's not afraid to get in there. He's just trying to learn that position. And I think once it clicks for him, he's going to be a solid linebacker. Not he's not going to be like a James Ferry or Lawrence Timmons, but maybe a Larry Foot style player. Larry Foot, yeah. you know, he had a very productive career. He's and, jacked. I can tell you that. Oh God, he's ripped. He, he, could look like, he looks like he could hop into the wrestling ring right now. <laughs> you know, he, you know, I, I, I trained, I taught Mark Robinson everything he knows about physical fitness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, you got, I mean, you got to like what, what we added to the depth at, at, you know, linebacker position overall inside, outside with Marcus Golden. I think a lot of people forgot about that signing mm-hmm. uh, during the off season. <laughs> I think, you know, that that was a great pickup for depth at the outside. And then also, of course, this Quan Alexander for depth on the inside. You know, th- those were things that, that needed to happen because, again, last year our inside true. linebackers were very unproductive. And the, uh, you know, the, the TJ Watt factor, the, you know, the guy may not play 17 football games. So going after, you know, this Marcus Golden, going after Quan Alexander, mm-hmm. I think they're they're a lot bigger than people even realize. Oh, yeah, huge, huge, huge. Because, you know, like you said, man, we saw it last year. Depth is very important. And, you know, it a lot of times, you know, if you can't, if you can stay healthy, you know, we, you see teams can, reason why a team will win is because they were able to stay healthy yeah. more than any other team. Or, you know, they lost key players and they had their backups being ready to go. And this depth is, yeah, right. Depth, is, right depth that, is huge, so. man. It is huge. Go through back, you know, these, the Steelers teams, like they've always had, you know, our linebacker. We always had depth. If someone went down, we, we would have a more or less a capable starter right there ready to go. Because one, that's just the way they would always draft and develop. And now there, it seems like they're getting back to that, having depth at these key positions, which is what they need, man. Yeah, TJ Watts, a superstar, might be the best outside linebacker in the game. But if he goes down, you got to have someone who, you know, he's not going to be close to what he does, but someone who's competent. And to say that, it's not even a stretch either. It isn't like saying, you know, if, if your quarterback goes down, yeah. there, there's a chance. It's a, it's a better chance. than none yeah, that's, chance that's, that TJ Watt will face yeah. an injury. And, and because Speaking of the quarterback position real quick, that's why I'm glad they kept Mitch Trubisky because if Kenny goes down, right. you, you have a guy who can step right in. I have no arguments there. Yeah. Um, Quan Alexander will be wearing number 26. He'll be wearing Rod Woodson's old number at the linebacker position, which would be kind of weird to see. But you know what? It's this new generation with you yeah, see numbers it. everywhere. It's not, it. it's not the it's not the uh numbers system that we grew up with, but you know what? I'm yeah. fine with that. I like I like it. It. I like, the, I like, I like wide receivers with low numbers. I like uh yeah, it's it's I, all right with me. I, I like to see Deshay Townsend back out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Pittsburgh Steelers. Hall of Hall of Honor class of 2023 was released yesterday. A mm-hmm. um, couple older guys, a couple newer, semi-newer guys in the big picture. Of course, James Harrison and Aaron Smith. James Harrison mm-hmm. and Aaron Smith from about a you know decade ago on those teams. And then Ray Mansfield and uh, Jerry Mullins. Jerry Mullins, uh, these two gentlemen, the four of them, they joined the Pittsburgh Steelers Hall of Honor class of 2023. Jerry Mullins, I'm going to be honest. I have no idea who he is. Me neither. I, I was going to skate know. right through that segment, and not say two no, words I like, about it. But uh, Ray Mainsfield, he was, yeah. you know, it. The he was the center before we had the dynasty, you know. But he was a damn, damn good center because I went what Ray Mainsfield, Mike Webster, Devontae Dawson, and Steelers. That's you know, boom, boom, boom. Three centers, three Hall of Fame centers. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Smith, what former fourth round draft pick out of Colorado. Or Colorado State, one of those two. Great. He was That's another the, one of these guys that got real skinny. Did you see yeah, him? Yeah. Man. Yeah. He looks like Lurch. 
<laughs> him and Alifanica, man, they 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 look weird being tall yeah. and skinny. And and all villain away, but too, he's another one. He looks he's built like a basketball player now. But yeah, Aaron Smith, man, he he was like my favorite three four DN. He played the position right. He ate yeah. up all he the blockers. Yeah. And then and then you know James Harrison, the guy who quit on the team, was putting him in the line. Uh, a couple other things from around the league. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, I, I hear this. I don't know if this is a rumor or not. He visited the Patriots on yes, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, any word on this? Uh, he left without a contract, but um, talks apparently went well. And, you know, him and Mac Jones were out having dinner afterwards. Mm, so either, you know, trying to do a little recruiting or like, hey, you know, it didn't work out, but still, man, hey, let's just go out and get dinner. So. Let him eat. <laughs> I, uh, to me, I think his I think he's washed at this point. I think he's one better back yeah. than him. He he's that guy who had a day. His career was really good. Like when he was healthy, my God, the dude was amazing. But then he just couldn't. I don't know. He just lost his ability, man. He looks like that guy. He got chunky, chunky. Uh, in the same division, the Dolphins. The Dolphins sign Eli Apple to a one-year deal. Of course, the quarterback. <laughs> The ex uh, Cincinnati Bengal, uh, due to the Jalen Ramsey injury, which um, you know what, glad that 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 burden didn't fall on us. Mm. Bring Jalen here, yeah. build a bunch of money, and then have and then yeah. lose him. Uh, so there you go. You got Eli Apple that's playing a, on that Miami defense. That's a huge drop, though, going from Jalen Ramsey yes. to Eli Apple. Eli Apple, oh lord, he's he's terrible. And see, that's the difference between other teams. They what they is- don't. The Steelers and other teams and other organizations and why they're so consistent. They think of that and not paying players like that. Well, what, and like, an incident happens like that. Well, what happened with Jalen Ramsey? How did he get hurt? I'm just saying someone gets hurt like that in training camp and then you got to pay them all that money. That's well, that, why the Steelers are consistent. Well, we, we paid TJ Watt a lot of money. He missed eight games last year. I know, but they find ways to get players that you don't have to pay them that much. I, I'm confused at what you're trying to say. You know, we sign players and they get hurt. You know, it happens to every team. It's the risk you take. Uh, P on I'm the just board said. Not what they do. P on the board said, "Washed or not, Zeke was always always been a weirdo." I agree. Zeke Elliott was just—he was a weird dude. I, I even he thought was. that in college. I thought this guy's strange. There's just something weird about him. Um. Nonetheless, he was he was fun. He was interesting to watch in his first few years in the league, and then as everybody said, he just uh, he, you know he just didn't pan out. You know what? I think Dallas killed him. I think he could have he might have been able to do other oh, yeah. things in other cities and other uniforms, but uh, I don't know what it was about Dallas. But uh, Dallas, I think he he should have probably made the made the jump somewhere else a little earlier in his career. Finally, in the uh, in the NFL news, um, Magoo Magoo is back, of course. Over in Green Bay, he is killing it. I'm talking about the MVP of the USFL, Alex Magoo, the uh, quarterback, the MVP of the championship, the MVP of the season. He is killing it in Green Bay camp, while Jordan Love isn't quite killing it in camp. Um, I, I think that, I, 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 you know what, at this point, I don't know. What, what do you think is going to play out between Alex Magoo and Jordan Love, who never really won that position? Well, yeah, he was stuck behind Aaron Rodgers. And right. that, yeah. But I think right now I mean this Magoo's a gamer. He, he's a ball player. He is yeah. I, I, I think though I think Jordan Love will eventually be the starter. You know, it's still early in training camp. You know, he has the advantage of knowing that offense, knowing everything. So I 
I think, you know, he it might just be, you know, a little bit of nerves of him being the guy right now. Yeah. You know, and that it finally came. That You know how it is. Like, you finally get what you wanted and it come and he kind of, like, fumbled the situation at first. Hey, it could be that, you know, just you, you think you're ready for it. It gets there. You're like, eh, trying to learn your way through it. I, I think Jordan Love will be fine. But, you know. I think it's going to come down do- to on the field is Jordan Love. If he goes, because, again, he really hasn't done anything besides backup Aaron Rodgers. So it comes down to a competition between him and Alex Magoo. It just depends on how loyal Green Bay wants to be. Yeah. Some teams are like, well, this is our guy. We're going to be yep. loyal. We're going to stick with him. But you know what? It comes down to what happens on the field. If Jordan mm-hmm. Love goes out and doesn't prove it, and let's just say Magoo does get an opportunity, yeah. goes out there and, and blows the, the roof off the place, I think it could very qu- <clears throat> quickly turn into an Alex Magoo-led team, which would, would be kind of a strange thing. But you know that what? That would be strange. It will be a great uh, story. Tommy Maddox did go on to lead the Pittsburgh Steelers after he was the XFL MVP. Yeah. Back in the early 2000s, so I don't think it's that far of a stretch. It, it's not. I, I think it would be a cool story, you know, if it, if it happens. But like, Jordan and Love, I think Magoo's a hundred times better than and Tommy Maddox was. Maybe, maybe. Oh, well, well Tommy, Ma- Tommy Maddox was a former first round pick of the NFL. Yeah, we see how that turned out. But anyway, hey, but no, like I, I do want to. I, I would like to see Jordan Love succeed because he he just seems like an he seems like an all right guy. Yeah, you know, he's never done anything stupid. He doesn't say anything stupid. He just goes about his business. But I also would like to see Magoo succeed too, because that would be a great story. Someone coming from the USFL, which people rank below the XFL in terms of talent, to him becoming a starter of one of the, you know the historic franchises in the NFL. Right. I think that would be it. That would like storyline wise. I if I'm writing the script in the NFL, Magoo is going to be the starter. Um, I agree. I, I agree. I, I I like Magoo. Of course, I've been following Magoo for a couple of months now, and Jordan Love I haven't seen play since December. So I, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. really just going off of what my mind is carrying. Yeah. But um, you know, it's going to be interesting. They will, they will settle this on the field, uh, guys. We do have to move along. The Riverhounds, Mike, they did. They got back in the win column last night. They win four to two over Memphis. Uh, everybody could relax. They still packed the stadium. The stadium was uh, sold out once again. Riverhounds, they get back on the winning track, Mike. The soccer team here in Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Yeah, I tell you what, soccer fans, they are the most loyal fans you will ever see. I'm learning that. They once they fall in love with the team, they can be the worst team there. They will pack the stadium and they will not only diss the other team, they will diss their own team too. Just the voice of their displeasure to, you know, want to see their team succeed and do better, force you know, owners to do better. But yeah, this Riverhounds team, Mike. They, Mike, you. I'm so glad to see a, them. Oh no! No, you I couldn't had, have I, had, a, I had the perfect segue. And I you couldn't have created a better segue. You're talking about fans that uh, still pack a stadium and support a bad team. You couldn't have. You couldn't have written that any better, Mike. Uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates one. are on deck. The Pirates. We're going to talk about. They uh, they get the win last night, seven to six. They. Okay, let me get back to this in a second. Uh, let's see. Quinn Priester gets his second win in three starts. He gets uh, throws for five innings, gives up five hits, five earned runs, six walks, but throw, uh, strikes out seven people. Uh, in this game, Dev- David Bettner pitches one and two-thirds, three strikeouts in those uh, five batters he faced, gets his 21st save. But the big news, the big news were these two guys. Paguero, one of our young bucks, three for four, two home runs, one run, or two RBIs, I'm sorry, one run with a homer and two singles. And then Andy Rodriguez, who's two for four with two runs, four RBIs, and got his first triple, trip, trip, triple in the majors. Mike, these kids. Now, 
the, the, mind you, you know, we're still in a, in a pretty bad place. We're 10 and a half yeah. games out in the division. But they, do you think maybe just this team might keep it interesting enough to keep people on hook through the, the remainder of the season? And I know, I know the effect of football comes along and pretty much decimates baseball. But just in the, um, you know, in the entirety of this, this, this young buck situation going on, all you have to do is win a few games. I mean, here you go. You, you won a game. You, you moved up a whole game in a division. You know, in a division that's bad, that's not mm-hmm. nobody's running away with. Yes, the Brewers are looking pretty good right now, but they lose last night. So we move up a game. Do you think that this Young Bucks team, again, the team of the future, nobody's counting on this team to go to the playoffs. But can this group of guys keep people interested enough to – Mike, that stadium was packed last night. To yeah, keep yeah. people interested enough to follow the Pirates through the remainder of the season. Uh, for the diehards, yeah, but for like the casual fan, no, I, I don't think so. Like, yeah. to keep their attention, like, I'll you know, if we weren't doing this podcast, it became Steeler season, I would vaguely look at what the Pirates are doing. Just occasionally, right. oh, okay, the young guys are doing good, but you know, we're checking it every day. So, for people like us and people, you know, diehard Bucko fans, yeah, it, it's going to keep them tuned in, but I think the casual fan. It's just counting down till Steelers season. No, I don't think it's going to be enough. I, I, I wish it was because you, you can see, like, this time we 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 love the Buckets. We want to go out there and we want to root for them. But, you know, they the whole organization doesn't give us anything to really go out to root for. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I can go out there and root for the guys, you know, cheer them on. Because they're out there trying to win. They're trying their best. But, but, but if the got... team's not going to do anything, why should I go out there? Right. Because uh, I know it's not going to go anywhere. Uh, Aliki, Aliki Williams, uh, he's been playing shortstop. Another young buck. He gets his first hit in the majors. He was 0 for 6 in his last six, his first six at bats in the majors. He gets his first hit last night. It was a pretty cool thing to see for him. Big Stacks goes 1 for 5, while other, you know, younger, less talented people do very well. He goes 1 for 5. Uh, rubber matches today, 135. It looks like the matchup is going to be this, Mike. It's going to be Dick Mountain still on the team at this moment. He's yeah. still a Pittsburgh Pirate uh, with a 7-10 and 10 record, a 4.82 ERA, and 97 strikeouts on the season. He's going to be facing Christopher Sanchez, who's 0-3, but surprisingly only has a 2.98 ERA and uh, 38, 38 strikeouts on the season. Um, do, do the I know this is basically the same question, but do the Pirates, if they win this game, they they just um, they won their first series of July against San Diego. They win this if they win this if 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 they win this game. Again, does it keep uh, you know the the diehards and, and people who are interested in the Pirates? Does it keep any hope? Does it keep you pulled in? I, I I just you know every series I say this and then they lose. You know, and I say, oh, there's a rubber match. If we could win this mm-hmm. game, then and then they lose. So, I, I mean, are they going to give us anything, or do you think that, um, you know, like I said, basically in another way of asking the last question I asked, yeah, is there going to be any reason to watch this team over the next five and a half weeks? No, because they're, they're not going to make any move, you know, ten and a half out. Um, the only only way I think they can draw people's attention back in is if, like, one of these young guys gets really, really, really hung where, you know, like kind of way like Odin Cruz was, Last year, you know, when they yeah. called him up, like, oh, man, if he was playing the whole year right now, he would have, like, 25 home runs. He'd be on pace for 40 home runs, kind of like that. 
you know, but we don't have these guys are, you know, they're they have potential, but they don't have like that type of potential. They're not like that freaks, you know. Henry Davis had that nice gun down from the outfield, but that's just not going to be enough. He, you know, none of them are like that total package of like, oh wow, we had this is like a Bryce Harper type of guy. This is like a young Andrew McCutcheon. So there's not going to be enough to like a, a storyline to really pull your way to keep your attention constantly. Maybe you know every couple of days, like, well, yeah, that's cool. And then okay, let's go back to the Steelers. You know, I, it's just not going to be enough. There's a, not going to be. I don't even think there's, you know, a team performance or an individual performance that's going to keep keep everyone's attention onto this team long enough, you know, till the end of the season. I, you know, like I said, man, the diehards will stay, but everyone else, we're, hey, man, it's Steelers season. This is the nature of the beast in Pittsburgh. Well, one thing I did like, um, I mean, there were, there was a couple of things that I, I liked during this game, but the one thing that I did like that I thought that was pretty entertaining that was outside of baseball, Derby was actually sending me the stuff this morning. I, I did catch it last night while I was watching a game. <clears throat> during the game, on the school mm-hmm. board, they kept putting up these interesting little tidbits of information. Um, Philly, we're playing the Phillies, you know. So on the scoreboard at uh, PNC Park, at one point, they decided to put up the Pittsburgh Pirates have five World Series. The Philadelphia Phillies only have two. Later on in the game, they decided to put up the Pittsburgh Steelers have six Super Bowls. The Philadelphia Eagles only have one. And uh, <laughs> finally, you got the Pittsburgh Penguins have five Stanley Cups in the Philadelphia Phillies or Philadelphia Flyers. Only had two. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought it was a. I thought it was a Baltimore kind of, kind of something like what Baltimore would do to us. But being that it was Philadelphia, I found it fun. I found it entertaining. That's and, a good uh, troll. What's that? That was a good troll. It was a good troll. Absolutely. That might have been my favorite part of the game. Anything to troll over the you know Philly. Absolutely, ma'am. Nineteen seventy six was like their last cup, wasn't it? Yeah, I think 75 with the uh, yeah, Flyers. Like yeah, like Madden, like your boy Madden always says, have you seen the Flyers win the Stanley Cup? Mm. <laughs> I just wanted to see that reaction. I, I just, every time I, I think of his, his face, it's just going to vomit uh-huh. everywhere. But that's besides uh-huh. the point. Uh-huh. That's why I say it. He's such a, he's a okay. Um, <laughs> he's done. <laughs> just move on, right? Just move on. Mike, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody about the website? Oh, man, this half hour flew by 2 Um, Yeah, head on over there for everything. There's more links than what I have here. Email address there, merch store there. Everything is there. Go back through. Go back through on definitely on the YouTube channel to see the evolution of the show. To see how much better looking I get from episode to <laughs> Oh, sorry. Was that, was that out loud? <laughs> um, you, you have a mute button, dude. You, you I, I know I do. Yes, yes. I, if only I had the mute button for you, that would be the best part. Fair enough. Fair All enough. Right. Uh, trivia of the day. Trivia of the day is going to be the uh, the final Philadelphia trivia, Philadelphia Phillies trivia for the week. I don't know if you guys are going to know this one. It's kind of a difficult question, but uh, if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. But if uh, it gets to the point where you have absolutely no clue, just let me know because I will give you the options. You guys ready? You ready for some Philadelphia Phillies trivia? I'm ready. All right, here we go. What other name did the Phillies play under during the 1944 season, which I assume would be World War II related? Um, Of course, you remember the Steelers and the Eagles being the Steagles. 
which name did the Philadelphia Phillies play under in 1944? I think that went over, guys. In just a moment, let me know, and I'll give you uh, choices if you'd like. We are live seven days, seven days in a row, seven days a week from Monday to Sunday, every week, every week, 1130 right here, 1130 a.m. right here. And if you would rather listen to the show in podcast form, the live show that we do, the brand new show we do every single day gets uploaded over on Spotify at eight o'clock in the evening every day. So you can go over Spotify, listen to a podcast form every day, readily available, everything you need. All right, fellas, the question of the day is this, what other name? Did the Philadelphia Phillies play under during the 1944 season? You guys have a guess, or do you want me to give you some uh, some options? I have some options because I haven't drawn. I have a, a confident guess. You have a confident guess. Ooh, All right. Let's, let's hear yeah. Derpy's confident guess. Uh, let me let me put the options out there for you, and then we'll hear Derpy's. Um, we'll go first. Is, are they A? Are they the Wizards? B. The Black Mambas. C. The Whales. Or D, the Blue Jays. I'm looking for who the Philadelphia uh, Phillies played under. What name did they play under during the 1944 season? Options are the Wizards, the Black Mambas, the Wells, the Blue Jays. P on the board says the Calvary. (laughs) We'll give you another moment on that, P. Uh, Wizards, Black Mambas, the Wells, the Blue Jays. I'm going to start with Derpy. Derpy, who do you think it was? Was it the Wizards, the Black Mambas, the Whales, or the Blue Jays? Now I'm stumped because I thought it was the Athletics. But it's not. So I'm going to go. Or you could take what Pete picked with Calvary. I'm going to go. Black Mambas. The Black Mambas. R.I.P. Kobe. Good pick. P on the board says the Whales, maybe. All right, Mike. Mike is taking the Wizards. So what other name do the Phillies play under during the 1944 season? Mike says the Wizards. Darby says the Black Mambas. P on the board says the Whales. The final, the answer to this question, of course, is none other than the Blue Jays. Yes. Wow. The one that nobody picked, the one that nobody would assume that it would be because that's a team elsewhere, but I don't think that team existed at the time. Yes, the team that they uh, they played under the name in 1944 is the Philadelphia Blue Jays. So learn something new today, guys. That's crazy. He says Philly Philly (laughs) does like to steal Blue Jays. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mike, you got anything before we take off? Uh, yeah, if, you, if you're not following uh, Pittsburgh Scanner on um, Twitter or X or whatever, DMX, Xbox, or whatever the hell this app is called now, follow it. Because this is the latest tweet. Corliss, Harrisburg Street, a known female who was an erratic driver to the area driving aggressively on the street. Her boyfriend is hanging out the vehicle selling drugs. Area hazard that a disabled firefighter is nearby and aggressive towards police and may have a gun. There's a lot going on in that street right there. Why do, you, why do I get that? Why do all of a sudden people get this? I, I never um, followed that. I, I get that too. It po- it is like the greatest Twitter account that, and, and it's always Saint weird. Helens. You know, it's always it these weird situations. Stuff. Yeah. So yeah, if it, yeah, even if you don't live in the Pittsburgh area, follow follow that scanner. It is great. 
Uh, Derpy, what do you got, man? I got two things. Yeah. Star Wars 7. 162. 162. No, um, bring back the Steelers fight songs. Okay. This year. Well, like the polka? The polka and here we go. You like the polka, huh? Yeah. Also, stop doubting Tomlin and stop hating him. Well, he's got to win. They got to win. Got to win. When would it matter? You know, the, the fact of the matter is this. Healthy. The fact of the matter is this. I mean, you know, he has been there. He's, uh, you know, he's had early success. Um, He's kept his team above water. You know, these, these are all good things. But again, you know, what have you done for me lately? I, I think that he's due for some, uh, some kind of win. He has to win something, whether it be a playoff game, whether it be a couple playoff games or whatever the case may be. Uh, is he going to be on a hot seat? I don't think he's going to be on a hot seat, but no. I think, um, you know, for people to really start supporting Mike Tomlin and getting behind him and calling him one of the best coaches ever, which people in the media are doing, but the fans of Pittsburgh were still kind of skeptical and step, you know, with staying back a little bit. I, I think people want to see something won um, naturally before we can start saying those kind of things again. But if he wins, I, I all, all praise for me. I, that's fine. I just, we, we need, we need to win something. So um, what I do have here for the, Day is 12, 12 more days to preseason, guys. 12 more days till we play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 42 days, 42 days till we play the 49ers. It is getting unbelievably close. So I close. Can't, cannot wait. Cannot wait. But uh, is that, uh, if that's everything for you guys, that's, that's all I everything got, boys. For the day, Derpy, Big Mike, myself, the two dumb units. Everybody have a great Sunday. Um, and we'll see you first thing tomorrow. Have a good one. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>